Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather, and joining me now, senior nose tackle for Louisiana's Raging Cajuns. His teammates call him Big Sauce. Talon Humphrey is our guest. Good morning, Talon. What's up, man? How are you? Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good, man. It's good to talk to you again. Um, you know, I... First of all, I know that as soon as you got to UL and Kevin Dotson was gone, Coach Napier just told me straight up, I said, who's the strongest player now that Kevin's gone? He said, oh, it's, it's Talon Humphrey. I mean, do you still hold that crown? Is that, is, no, no one's coming close to taking it, huh? Uh, no, nah, it's a couple people on the team. You got Dalvin Hutchinson. I think he benches like – he benches – last time we did – we maxed out, he benches 500. And – we have, I forgot who it was, but it's a dude who squatted. I know I squatted six, about six hundred. It's a dude who squatted six fifty, but I forgot his name. So what? What do you? What are you benching these days? Uh, around four hundred, four fifty. But you know, I mean, I mean, same for me. I'm benching about four seventy five. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, so it's it's kind of just overall strength, though, right? Like how much. When obviously you hit the weight room a lot, you know it's part of being a D one college athlete. It's part of being a football player. But have you always just had natural strength? Like when you were a kid, were you just like the strongest kid on the block? Yeah, because when I was little, we used to play football all the time. And the bigger I got, the more people didn't want to play with me. So I remember they, one day we was they was outside playing tackle football. I saw it outside the window, so I came outside and they switched it to two hand touch every time I come. They don't want to. I mean, <laughs> you know, if I was a little kid, I wouldn't blame them either. But uh, your uh, your journey, Talon, for folks that may not know it, just how you ended up at UL and are still here, just quickly take us through it, man. You were a a, a standout player at Spring Texas Community College, FIU, and then UL kind of almost didn't happen. Then it did. Like, just give our listeners a quick recap of of how you ended up being with the Raging Cajuns. All right, so when I left Florida International University in Miami, my mom came down to pick me up, and we drove. We were driving, and i never forget, I got a call from Coach DeLuke because I was in a transfer portal, and he said, what you up to right now? And I said, and then I'm on my way back from, well, he, of course, let me backtrack. He introduced himself. I'm the coach at UL. And everything. He was like, I'd like to have you down here to see the school and everything. He's like, what are you doing? And I said, man, I'm just, I'm driving back up from, from Florida right now. So we stopped on the way back from Florida and we talked to the facility. Then, uh, like a couple of weeks later, I was like, well, man, do you ever sort of, and I know then there was a red shirt and then you played and, and now you get the extra year of eligibility because of COVID last year and you're, you know, uh, some NFL scouts are looking at you, but do you ever, like, kind of think back and just play, like, the what-if game? Like, man, if one thing was a little different, where might I be right now? Uh, not really, but sometimes I do, you know. I look back and see, like, what if I would have went to, you know, instead of going to FIU, going to, like, Alabama or going to, like, one of the Power Five schools, but – I look where I'm at now, and I'm just happy to be where I'm at, around the people I'm at. Because throughout time, I realize it's more about the people and not about, like, the status of the school or anything. It's more about people than anything. Well, Taylor Humphrey, our guest, Louisiana Raging Cajun nose tackle, 
Um, you graduated uh, last year, and uh, first of all, congratulations on that. What's it? What's the difference now in being a grad student in terms of like the workload and football focus? Like, what are the advantages to have already having the degree? Uh, honestly, it's less stressful. Like once I got that degree, I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders, to where I know where I could invest more time in football than having to like worry about splitting my time up in the classroom. Like even though I'm taking classes now, I have. I could. I don't really have to worry about them classes because I could just. I got. I know in the back of my head, I got my degree, so I can just focus on football. Right, and you don't have to take as many. And you know that being that this is your last year, um, what what went into that decision, Taylor? Was there a part of you that thought about trying to go pro, whether it be a drafted or UDFA route, or was the decision to come back when you were granted that extra year? Was it? I guess what I'm asking is, was it an easy decision or a difficult one? Uh, honestly, it was kind of easy because I felt like we had some unfinished business in in my book. So I was I was kind of excited to jump out the chance. Like I didn't it didn't really take that much thinking for me to come back, knowing that we could like go win a win another championship and go to a better bowl game. You know. How, how are you feeling health wise? I know in fall camp there was uh, a little setback there, but you know you've you've started, you've been playing in every game. You look fresh out there. How are you feeling? Uh, honestly, I'm feeling good. Had a little little slowdown break during fall camp, but other than that, I've been tremendous. I've been feeling good. I've been practicing good, and I just been feeling like a new Taylor. Taylor Humphrey, our guest, also known as Big Sauce, Louisiana Raging Cajun Nose Tackle. I'm Scott Prather. First two games, uh, you guys were one and one. And even after the win against Nichols, Taylor, every player that we heard from and coach said, you know, there's no celebrating. We just feel like we hadn't played up to our standard here. I talked to Shane Vallow last week, and he he said, you know, maybe we haven't reached our full potential yet because maybe we, we maybe bought into the preseason hype a little too much. How do you feel about that? Do you do you kind of agree with them? Do you feel like now things have kind of, after this game three improvement, kind of turned in that direction? Yes, I feel like after the first game and the second game, things changed dramatically because I feel like like you could tell the difference around here now. Like a lot of people are getting held more accountable. Things are more tight tight knit, and things are running a lot more smoothly now. You uh you you seem on the field. I mean, you're beast, but you know, hearing you talk off of it, you seem to be somewhat low key. Like, what is your personality like, sort of in the locker room as a as a senior, as one of the better players on the team? Are you more of a vocal guy or more of a lead by example guy, being in the spot that you're in? Uh, on the field and in the locker room, I'm more of like a lead by example when it's time to do what I got to do. But like. Outside of football, I'm more like a goofy person. I'm more of like a people person. I like to make people laugh. Like, I like to, like, when you walk up to me, I got, like, most of the time I say something to make you laugh before I start a conversation. Then that's how I like to get things kicked off. So that's just the type of person I am. Yeah, man. It's always it's always good to smile, have fun while you're putting in the work. Um, the improvement you guys showed in game three. Individually, do you feel like – your play from game three to the first two games took a big jump as well? Yes, I feel like 
I feel like my mindset was a lot different for game three because I feel like I practiced better that week and everything. So I feel like my mindset, more, most entertaining for me is my mindset from game one, two, to three is my mindset locked in more. And I just, I played in my standard, I played good. What do you feel like the key is to unlocking your full potential as a football player? Uh, practice and coaching, really. It's all about having a good coach on your side and good teammates because you're not going to play good if you're not around a good environment. Because right now, I'm around a lot of people that I love, my brothers. I'm in a locker room full of guys that I love, and they push me and motivate me. And the coaches upstairs, they push me and motivate me too, so... I'm just in a good environment, and you thrive in a good environment, and that's just what I'm doing. Assistant head coach Rory Seacrest, he's also the D-line coach. What's your relationship like with him? Uh, We're very good. He's a real funny type of dude when you get to know him. He likes to joke around. He likes to listen to uh, slow jams. I remember he he actually a good pool player, too, when he invited us over to his house during the summer. He played a little pool, so we have a good relationship. What about Coach Napier? Does he uh, does he crack a joke here and there, or or is he more just about the business? Uh, he's business most of the time, but sometimes he'll pull you to the side and get you laughing a little bit. He always jokes around and he likes to have fun. How, how is what's your relationship like with him? You know, do you guys have sort of more of one-on-one time together or chat, or is it more of just that standard coach-player relationship? Uh, we have one-on-one chats. He calls me up to his office every once in a while and asks me how I'm doing, and he'll text my phone and ask me how how I'm doing, how I'm feeling today, and he just we talk one-on-one basically like every other week. That's good. I mean, has it, has that, do you feel like that's the case at most places you've been, or is it kind of hit or miss depending on the kind of coach it is? No, it's really the type of coach it is because Coach Nape is a good coach. He listens, he takes the time for us to, takes time out for us to listen to us. Other coaches I've been around weren't really, weren't really like that. It was kind of like, like you do, as I, do what I say goes. Dalen Humphrey, our guest, ESPN 1420, a coach that uh, that listens to the team and then sort of adjusts from there. You, um, you know, you've you, you've been doing your thing at nose tackle. You mentioned earlier in this conversation that unfinished business. I think that was the phrase you used. You guys begin Sunbelt Conference play this week, and I know you got some unfinished business there, starting with Georgia Southern. Uh, you didn't get to play in that game last year because the injury. Uh, I'm sure you're anxious, but playing a team like that that runs the the triple option that that runs a very specific kind of offense. What's the key? What's the preparation like? What's the mindset like when you play a team like that? The uh, the preparation you just got to be really locked in. We're gonna need everybody's best this week. Most everybody's most disciplined football because. As our, as Coach Tony said, the uh, defense coordinator, he says 11 different hats and 11 different gaps. And everybody has to be in their gap when the ball snaps. Everybody has to be locked in on their assignment, whether it's if you got the quarterback, the running back, or the pitch. Or if you got deep third, it doesn't matter. You got to be where you got to be at. 
Taylor Humphrey, our guest. So uh, I got to ask you the uh, the nickname Big Sauce. You told me before, but where where did that start? Uh, it started in JUCO when I was just relaxing. I was just like my favorite music artist at the time was Sauce Walker, a local Houston rapper. And I was just thinking. My coach texted me, and he was like, "It was like before my freshman season." He was like, "Man, you got to make a Twitter." I was like a Twitter. And he was like, you got to make a real catchy handle. Something that people remember. And I was just like, I thought about it. And I was just like, big sauce. Then he was just like, that's perfect. And then there, ever since then, it just took off. So, you know, what's, uh, like, what is your, your, your favorite sauce? Like, if you, if you have a condiment or a sauce that just makes the food that much better, what are you rolling with? I don't like the spicy ketchup from Whataburger. There you go. I, I mean, look, you are from Texas. I should have figured you'd go the Whataburger route. Is it? Is it true what they say? Does it? Do they taste a little different in Texas? Honestly, it does because the Whataburger out here isn't really up to the standard like it is in Texas. That's, it's very people from Louisiana will say the same thing about Popeyes, right? They're like, man, you go in another state, it just it tastes a little different. Um, I, it does. I could say that. There it Congrats is. For that. Taylor Humphrey has been our guest. Uh, I think I asked you last year if if, uh, if an actor was going to play in a movie, who would it be? And you didn't even hesitate. You just said O'Shea Jackson. You knew. what. Uh, it, it's not like he's been in movies like forever, but what is your favorite O'Shea Jackson performance, movie or TV? I'd say Straight Outta Compton because that's the first movie I watched of him. And ever since then, you have the... Uh, What's the one movie where they robbed it? They had a Din, Din of, uh, yeah, Den of Thieves. That was the other real popular yeah. one, yeah. That was, that was one, of my, one of my favorite movies of his, too. Yeah, I think they're making a second one, uh, so he'll be back. He was great in that one. That was like, you know, I liked the little twist at the end, but uh, we, you know, I probably just spoiled the movie for anyone that didn't see it. But you know what? It's been like three years. I mean, I think when it comes to spoiling etiquette, if it's been a couple of years, I mean, you could talk about it publicly, right? Yeah, there it technically. Is. Thalen Humphrey has been our guest. All right, man. Well, uh, I'll see you at the gym later. We can uh, we can throw up four plates on each side, and uh, I don't need a spot. And I'll just kind of let you go and do your thing. And uh, you know, just got to get swole, man. Gotcha. <laughs> He's like, shut up, Scott. I got work to do. He really does. They uh, they're busy. Uh, big game this Saturday, five o'clock Central Time at Georgia Southern. Taylor, man, all the best. My uh, my final question to you. I know that you're you're focused and zoomed in on this season right now and, and on this Saturday's game. What is the goal after UL? What is the next step for you? Hopefully I get a chance to play in the NFL if I continue to play better and improve my playing. But other than that, I was, besides football, I like to just be a coach and have invest in some real estate and just relax and help kids and make it make it to college awesome stuff man Taylor, i appreciate the time man all the best um and uh it's always great talking to you and hopefully we could talk again before the end of the season yes sir anytime you got it that is Taylor humphrey louisiana raging cajun nose tackle